What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode 19 of The Fade. We're here with uh, Steve Laurie, Braden Harvey, and Ethan McLeod. Let's just, we're just going to get right into it and, and recap the NFL draft. I mean, in my eyes, if you have to give anyone the MVP award, you might as well give it to Howie Roseman because there should be a general manager of the year. And he would be winning it the last two or three seasons. This guy's making moves out the ass. It's insane the amount of moves that Howie Roseman just comes up with and just shocks every Phillies fan. But, I mean, are we surprised at this point, you know? So, I mean, hey, we just got Swift. And we got Swift, Nolan, uh, Nolan Smith at 30, the best prospect with Jalen Carter, Khalil Ringo in the fourth, Sidney uh, Brown in round three, Tyler Steen replacing Lane Johnson. And, dude, this is my surprise of it all. Is an undrafted free agent from Alabama, Eli Ricks, cornerback. And he last season he allowed zero touchdowns in all of his coverage snaps. And he, and he had 23, 200, 20, or 233 uh, snaps in coverage. This is huge. I, I saw that, but I also saw that the – that that corner is extremely skinny, like his physical build. Yeah, he did look – yeah, his build looked skinny. Yeah, I think that's why he went undrafted. Mm. But like you said about Howie, dude, if there was a GM of the year award, this dude would absolutely be getting it. He is a dog at a GM, dude. How can you not say – Howie Rosen and Brett Beach are the two best GMs in the league. There's no question about it. Absolutely no question about it. How in God's name do you draft Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith at 30? Honestly, yeah, they were going to take 10 if Jalen Carter wasn't there. How do you 30? And let and then trade for G- DeAndre Smith, get Keely Ringo late in the draft. Are you kidding me? Like you took, like you said, they took the Alabama kid. There was so much. Philly filled all their holes in this draft. They took that Sidney Brown from where was he? Where did he go? Illinois. Yeah. Like that, Idaho or something like that. Um, he his physical build is great too. You're going to see him be a starter probably within three years. Um, I think he'll pan out to be the Jordan Poirier that should have been that should have stayed in Philly, because obviously Poirier wasn't too great in Philly, and then he ended up going to Buffalo and really panning out. So I think this kid will end up being the Jordan Poirier that should have been in Philly. And as for Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter, I think Jalen Carter will be a day, maybe not a day one starter, but very soon. Oh, he's oh he's easily starting day one. If he's not a day one starter, he will be very soon into the season for sure. And as for Nolan Smith, I think he could take a little bit of time to develop because he's not as big as these other guys that were going in the first round. You know what I mean? He's at the end. I mean, he's great. Don't get me wrong. He's extremely fast. He basically ran a 4-3 in his 40. Uh, it was a 4-3-9 or basically a 4-4. I'm sorry, but still a 4-3. You know what I mean? So that's extremely fast for a DN. Um, you don't really see a lot of DNs come out that fast. Um, or not at the end, an edge rusher. I'm sorry. And you don't just. I don't think that there's – besides Pittsburgh, too, Pennsylvania absolutely killed this draft. The state of Pennsylvania killed this draft. Did the same thing with Pittsburgh. How do you get Joey Porter Jr. in the second round? He was projected to go top 10, too, at one point. Yeah, it's like, this draft is so surprising to me, man, in all aspects of it, honestly. Going into that second round and even the third round, there were still so many prospects that I thought <clears> were going to go in first. There really was, man. And then honest and this draft too, I could argue you could argue that this draft is one of the best of all time. You could. There were so many great prospects in this draft. There really was, man. I think you're gonna see a lot of these guys pan out to be very, very good. 
like guys like Zay Flowers that people don't really know about, like receivers like that. You know what I mean? People are comparing him to Tyreek Hill. This kid's so fast. Zay Flowers, man, he's going to be a monster within two, three years. I swear to God, he is, dude. He really is. I wanted Philly to take him if he was available at 30. Um, he and Baltimore's loading up too, man. I think if you don't, Lamar needs to start throwing the ball. That's for sure with them. Um, they, they're going to have weapons everywhere on that offense too. They're, they're starting to pan out, but this for Philly, I think this is the start of a dynasty. Honestly, God, I do. This is the beginning of a dynasty in the city of Philadelphia. The, the Eagles, they don't need Zay Flowers. No, they, they don't. You know, I'm happy with – I'm extremely happy with Nolan Smith. I couldn't be happier. The fact that Nolan Smith and some of the mock drafts I was seeing, Nolan Smith was projected to go 10. To the yeah, Eagles. yeah. He was projected because Jalen Carter, he's the number two overall player in this draft. Uh, behind Bryce Young, like he could have went too, honestly. And for us to get him at nine, uh, that's just insane in itself. And Easy then, pickings. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I think the fact we got Nolan Smith at thirty is even crazier. Um, so just like things really couldn't have panned out any better for Philly in this draft. Uh, you know, we're J- Jalen Carter. I was expecting him to go to Seattle, and. They they picked Devin Weatherspoon, which is a good pick, but that's where I thought I I thought he was definitely going to Seattle there. That's what I have written down as would have went with Carter, but I mean they did get a good CB. Mm-hmm. Another even with Chicago, I thought Chicago was going to take him, and you know that might be the dumbest boneheaded move that Philly can go and give you a fourth and a one pick swap to take. Arguably, this guy might be one of the best D tackles of all time. When it's right. coming, said and done. Right. Yeah. I think uh, – I don't know why Chicago traded down one pick when they they, they had to know that Philly was going to go with Jalen Carter. They had to. So, I yeah, I don't I don't know. They uh, Howie just m- must be putting spells on these GMs because they just keep falling for his tricks. Like uh, every, every move he makes just works out perfectly. So, yeah. The Eagles had a great draft. Harv? Uh, I, I, the only thing I want to say really is you guys stole Kylie Ringo at, in the fourth round. I really didn't expect him to drop down that far. He He's he's a monster of a player. I, I think, uh, obviously, Joey Porter and you, you said uh, Devin Witherspoon, I would have seen them go over him. But then other than that, I would have probably took Kyler Ringo if I was a team that needed a, a corner. I probably would have took him earlier in the draft. Uh, like you said, they focused a lot on Georgia, man. Philly did with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith and, and Ringo. They got some dogs coming out of there. And I think the Eagles are going to be one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league for the next decade. Yeah, call, call us the Philadelphia Bulldogs, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and even Swift, he's from uh, Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big trade there, yeah. He might, he might as well just should have should have drafted the fucking mascot. Oops, yeah. Hey. Not only is he from – not only was he a Georgia run, running back, he's from Philly. Yeah. Like, the kid has dream chasers t- tattered on his arm. Like He already him, has that dog in him. Him here, bro. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he's a dog. Most underrated running back in the league. 
Now the thing the thing is is in this draft with the quarterbacks, I love I loved it honestly because I mean Bryce Young was expected to go one, you know what I mean? And Lori, I'll give you the five bucks then. Oh but, yeah, I mean right. <laughs> baby. I mean Shroud was the right pick by all means then for Houston, you know. I think he was so upset though he didn't go one. I think Carolina might be a better situation than Houston. Um. With Anthony Richardson, he was just the most athletic quarterback and in this draft, you know. And uh, with Shane Steichen as his uh, coach, I'd love to see what they do with him. I, I mean, Indy's all rushing offense is going to look scary now with him and Jonathan Taylor. Um, Will Anderson, I would Houston shocked the world. That I think that might be the biggest shock of the draft when they trade it, dude. They're they're at two. And then out of nowhere, Houston's back into three. Yeah, no, they're at the next that, pick, no. dude, third overall. That yeah, I mean, time you see a team trade. For that a, was yeah, that was the third time in history. And they had the second. It was the third time in history that a team picked two times in the top three, and um, I mean that's just crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now you have a franchise player on both offense and defense with C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. But, I mean, dude, you gave up a first round next year. And if you don't play up to par, it's going to suck when if you were the first overall or in a top ten and you lost that pick. You know what I mean? So, I think it will all pan out. I didn't – I don't necessarily – I didn't necessarily think Will Levis was going to. I think – you know, I thought Tennessee was going to draft him at 11. And as you see him keep falling, I think he's fool's gold right there. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's a big surprise, man. In in 2021, he threw for, what, 13 interceptions? And then the following year, he threw 10 interceptions. I mean, he, he he's he's turnover prone and he's wildly inconsistent. That's what I thought of him coming out of this draft. That wasn't a real big surprise that he went round two. The only thing that I think that's – I mean, dude, the guy puts mayo in his coffee. Like, I'm I'm not drafting that guy. There's something he weird about mayo it. Mayo in his coffee? Yeah, dude. Yeah, and he oh, eats uh, he eats bananas with the peel on. Yeah. You know, the only good thing that might come from Will Levis is he has three sexy-ass sisters and a sexy-ass girlfriend. And, I mean – Yeah, his girlfriend's a beautiful woman. Yeah, and his sisters are just – gorgeous as well dude i mean he might he, dude his family was just blessed with good genes i guess okay, okay. Stop, stop daydreaming stop, stop getting a chub <laughs> a chub on there <laughs> i mean well, uh, well spe- speaking of tennessee uh, i just wanted to bring up i think they did pretty good in their draft because mm-hmm. i thought i thought pretty much everyone thought they were going to take levis at 11 and they took they got a solid offensive tackle to replace mm-hmm. uh, Taylor LeBron, who just left, and then they still ended up getting Levis in the second round. I thought I thought they did they did a good job there, and they got uh, running back in the third round uh, to to back up Derrick Henry if he remains a, a Titan. So, but but yeah, I I, li- I liked how they how they organized their draft, how they they were patient on Levis. Uh, you know, they didn't. For, force a quarterback uh, pickup at 11. And, you know, fortunately for them, he fell to him. He could be their starter, who knows, by by this year, by next year, who knows. And he, I, I think he definitely does, like, have to improve, especially in his consistency. 
like Harp said. But he does have just like amazing athleticism. And he could he could be a, a great quarterback. He just, you know, like all work all rookies. He could either he could either be great or he can be the next Zach Wilson. Right. I just feel like if if he stays healthy, because I, I I think there was something that uh in that 2021 season when he got uh, that left toe injury, they were talking about surgery and he never took it. So yeah. about staying healthy, I think if Traylon Burks can stay healthy, he's a very dangerous weapon for Willie was to have because remember when Tennessee played Philly man when uh, Traylon Burks got really hurt when he hurt his head um, and people thought like that he was really hurt bad at first and then he ended up being okay. But that catch that he had, man, when he, hurt oh, when he got laid out. Yeah, remember that catch that he had, dude, in the end? Zone? That was nasty. Yeah, they took his head right off. Yeah, and then he just got smoked. Yeah. But but he can be a dangerous weapon too if he stays healthy. Um, but I'm not I'm not that high on what Levis, honestly. Um, but I do think if he got drafted last year, I do for sure think that he would have went probably top ten, maybe fifteen. I feel like maybe Tennessee skipped on him at 11, knowing that maybe Hendon Hooker would be there if if Will was off the board. He went late too, man, Hendon Hooker. I, yeah, I think I think with why they skipped over him is because they didn't feel their offense at that time was necessarily like what I was reading is they were going to wait for him anyways. Like they're like, oh, wow, he's still there at 30, uh, 33. But they knew to go and get an offensive tackle because you still have Tannehill. But they did say that their roster wasn't ready for a rookie quarterback to be picked at 11 and start. You know what I mean? Right. Um, even, dude, I, I, I like uh, the Hendon Hooker to Detroit. I mean, that he's only three years younger than Goff, and Goff's been in the league since 20, what, 16, 17? 16, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 20, somewhere yeah. around there. You know, and um, I mean, Hooker tore his ACL last year. I think he's still, I think he's got a solid backup for this year. And if Goff shits to bed, then throw him in. And, uh, you know, my guy Stetson Bennett, he went to LA, the Rams. And I like that. I like that pickup. Uh, I think he has, yeah, he has that. um, Everyone's doubting him because of his age and the controversy that's surrounding him with getting in trouble. And I think, dude, Stetson Bennett is going to learn a year from Stafford, and then Stafford's going to retire, and and ben, Bennett's going to take over. And then another one, Max Dugan to uh to the Chargers. I mean, right there, it's just set in stone, though, bro. You're a backup now, basically your career. You know what I mean? But you still made the NFL. But, I mean, I would have loved to see Dugan go to Dallas. I thought that would have been cool. Well, he's, 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 he's a, what I said is Mozzie Smith huge going to Dallas. No, That's no. a terrible pick, dude. No. Well, <laughs> well, uh, Max Max Duggan, he's with his uh, his uh, wide receiver. Yeah, Quentin Johnston. Quentin Johnson, yeah. And they picked up a T and the other the other TCU wide receiver in like the fourth round too. I forget the guy's name, but they picked him up in the fourth. So they were all in on the Horn Frogs, and we were in on the Bulldogs. You know, so. Well, look, look who look who won the championship, sixty three to seven. <laughs> hey, we know. But um, I didn't. I don't know if I liked another one that I'd say is the Jamar Gibbs at twelve. I mean, I thought it was too high, but now that Swift's gone, so they were in. in 
in their head knowing already, all right, you know, DeAndre is out. Um, I just, again, I just didn't really comprehend this pick at 12. Don't get me wrong, he's very athletic, the second best running back, maybe three in the draft. I thought the Saints were going to get him at pick 44 um, because he's just like Alvin Kamara, and Kamara's going to probably get suspended. So I thought they were going to get him at 44. But he went so early, but again, I don't really comprehend this pick at 12 that early when you just signed David Montgomery to a three-year $18 million deal. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess the NFL is now where it's a two-back system everywhere. I don't really like it. I mean, but, I mean, these guys are going to – who's going to be the bell cow? No one. They're going to be splitting it. David Montgomery could be a three-down back, but that's so stupid. Even, yeah. I, even even with trading Swift in mind, I don't understand that pickup. I thought it was way too high to be drafting uh, Jameer Gibbs. Like they they were even supposed to take him. They were talking about taking him over Bijan Robinson, which would have been absolutely even more insane and questionable. But um. Yeah, I, I don't know. They have Montgomery, who is definitely – he could, like you said, Luke, he could be a, a all-three-down back. Um, but I, I guess they just weren't happy enough with the NFL's leading uh, rushing touchdown scorer and a phenomenal dual-threat dual, dual back in uh, Swift. So they had to just change it up completely. I, I don't know. I don't really get that. I do like their pick with Hendon Hooker, but yeah, that first round really, really uh, was questionable for me. It was weird. It was a weird first round, man. A lot of surprises, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> God, it really was a weird first uh, round. Yeah. What I was surprised with uh, the Jets that they pass on a wide receiver, everybody. even with with uh, when did when did Jackson Smith and Jigba go? What, what, what number did he get picked? 20. The Jets didn't need a receiver. I don't think so either. I think they, they could have used the wide out of the draft. And they also just brought in what's his name from Green Bay, too. Alan Lazard. They don't really need a receiver, man. They, they just got Aaron Rodgers, too. He's going to make Garrett Wilson great. Yeah, no, I think it's a good. I, I mean, dude, they, yeah, they definitely don't need a receiver. They have Lazard. Um, to, uh, what's the guy? McCole Hardman. You know, I, I mean, I think they're set in stone, dude. Garrett Wilson, I think, and Corey Davis. There is no reason that they needed a receiver. They have it all. I mean, I, I didn't like. I mean, dude, there is better at, when Will McDonald was taken by the Jets. I have written down better edges on the board and on the site that I was looking this stuff up on. This was a D plus grade. That and it was one that's what they graded. There's better edges on a board such as Nolan Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought uh, that's once the Jets didn't take Nolan Smith, that's when I thought that damn he might fall. He might fall to the Eagles. Because really from from the whole time from when the Jets picked to when the Eagles picked, I was just expecting Nolan Smith's name to be called. Me too. And no one no one took him. I don't know why. But I, I think the Jets, this would have been a, a prime position for them to trade down, get some more of that draft capital back from the Aaron Rodgers trade, and, you know, fill out their team more than just 
taking taking a, a flyer on a guy who probably isn't even a top might not even be a top five in his own in his position in the draft. I agree with you, Ethan. And how about um how about that receiver from uh what is it, Tennessee Jalen Hyatt? I go into the Giants, man. They have a decent receiving core now too, man, but they're building for Daniel Jones over there. I mean, I'm not high on Daniel Jones at all. Don't get me wrong by any means, but they have a decent – they're starting to get a decent little core over there for him and a lot of weapons for him to start going. They also added Darren Waller too, which we talked about before. Um, so I, I think if Daniel Jones doesn't have a good season this year, there's absolutely no excuse for him. There's really not because Hyatt's good too, man, honestly. I thought he was one of the best receivers in this draft. And he yeah, went – I thought he was like top six, top yeah, six wide right. receiver prospects. That what the way Daniel Jones is getting paid, dude. He needs to step up, you know. It's, uh, I like. There's a lot of picks that I really did like in this draft. I mean, the Tyree, the Tyree uh, Wilson to Las Vegas at seven. That's a huge pickup. They Chandler Jones for what he was getting paid in the year before this. How he was, I think, top whatever in the draft for, to shit the bed absolutely in Vegas was just horrible. I think he had in. With uh, his last year in the Cardinals, I think he had anywhere from like 15 to 18 sacks, and it was just so horrible. Um, I think they they're giving up right there on uh, what's it called on Jones. But I mean, dude, I don't. I we seen with um, the the Raiders, dude. They're never they get these guys like Clint Farrell and stuff like this, and then they don't pan out when they draft him. Crosby's like the only DN that ever panned out, and he was like a real later round, I think fourth or anywhere from the fourth to sixth round. So, but what's be with Bajon Robinson, dude, I also agreed dude, to where a lot of people are saying this was way too high for a running back to go. I mean, dude, you can find value in running backs, honestly, bro. In the later rounds, you know, that's well. on one. I do agree with that, but it's very rare that a generational talent comes out. You know what I mean? I think when a generational talent like that is coming out, you need to take him. And I do believe that if he was still on the board at, at nine or ten, um, Philly would have gotten him. I still do think that they would have taken Bijan. No, I I don't I don't think so. I think Jalen Carter would have went if it was between Bijan and Jalen Carter, dude. I I think they were still gonna go with Carter. I really do. Yeah. I feel it. Philly loves their D-line so much more than anything, bro. Like that's what they really do bolster all the time. Yeah, so, they were looking like better on the needs than the wants aspect there, which I respect. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think after losing Javon Hargrave, especially, they were really looking for another D, D tackle uh, to to fill their line because they yeah they like like you said Luke they just love having D linemen subbing in and out and all of them are capable of being starters. So mm. I think I think they're going with Carter the whole time, but I also was glad that Bijan was off the board at eight just so they couldn't take him because I really didn't want them to take him because no. more more often than not, taking a, a, a running back in the top ten, it doesn't pan out. I mean, Saquon, he went two. He's been injury prone. Obviously, he's still one of the best backs, but was the pick really worth it at two? Not really. Uh, Zeke, you know, the pick was probably worth it for like the first two years. Then after that, injury prone. So with with running backs, it's just like it's so much risk, and 
like very few times is it rewarding to take a running back that high. So unless unless Bijan could break those odds, uh, I think I think it was a good a good move for like for the Eagles not to take him. But now what happens with Cordell Patterson? I mean, I know he's getting up there in age, but then they had that tie Algier or whatever. So I was kind of surprised. I mean, dude, Bijan Robinson, he is a bell cow, you know, and that's the first thing any uh, quarterback, like if you're throwing Ritter in there, you need to have a good running back so people know that, all right, we need to be ready for the run, you know, so then it's not always pass, pass, pass. I think it was, I don't know, like I said, dude, you can find a lot of running backs in the later rounds that are just as good and less money than down the road. And like you said, Ethan, even what like Melvin Gordon to the Chargers, I think he was a top 10 pick. Yeah, he was a top 10 pick a couple years, uh, a little like over like seven, eight years ago. But I mean, that's another thing, dude. When you get these guys and they're so high in the draft, there's a lot of stuff that comes with it. There's then when their contract's up, do you pick up that fifth year option if you're a first round draft pick? And also then they once their contract is up, they're expecting the big money. Kind of like what Leonard Fournette in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I really don't think it's worth it when you already have a guy that's coming off his rookie seasons that's rushing for a thousand in 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 Tyler Algor or however you say his name. So I don't really think it was a smart decision picking him up in top 10 of the draft when you already have a guy that's breaking franchise records, you know? I yeah. think it was like a rookie record or something, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like but, but still record. he's rushing over a thousand yards, man. You don't need to go. No, you could yeah. have got to you, you what, what could you got over, over picking a running back? Top 10, just like, like that's what I'm saying about the generational talent thing though, is that when teams see that on the board, they know that this guy's a generational talent. They want that. So they're right. gonna take them, you know what I mean? And the Falcons took them, they didn't need them. I think Philly would have done the same thing. Honestly, I do. I think they would have taken taken them over Carter. Well, I think Philly panned out good either way with Swift I'm and not they got them by any means. I like right. the Carter pick, I do. And right. I love the Nolan Smith pick too. But I I just I'm just saying I think they would have took him at ten. Part, I, I honestly didn't think Algier just had had a thousand yards and then I just looked it up now and he did. So a good stat right there. Yeah, I think he rushed for like a thousand thirty-five last year. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think he did all that. I thought it was more Cordell Patterson, but I remember Patterson did get hurt. hurt. Yeah, yeah, got hurt down the stretch. So I, I remember think. having Patterson in fantasy too. Right. <laughs> well, see, I think the fact that Algier got a thousand yards is what makes this a bad pick. Is that That's- anyone anyone could be plugged in? Like before this season, no one knew who Tyler Algier was. Like mm-hmm. no casual. And did, and just like that, he could rush for a thousand yards, because like all, all running backs are talented, and you know Bijan might have like freak athleticism, but so do all a bunch of other running backs. You look at it like for um, Pacheco. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Pacheco is a seventh round pick, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't need to be drafting these guys that high. And I mean, dude, it is though. Like, then is it disrespectful to say that for the running back position? You know, because wait, what? What did? When did Najee go? Top. Or he went in the first round. Najee he went. Yeah, he went in the first round. I was it twenty or something. It was, it was late. Like, yeah. yeah. And then after Gibbs, there was no running backs taken. No. And Najee's a freak, dude. Too. He's so big, and he went mm. late. Mm. And that's 
that's another thing. I mean, <clears throat> Pittsburgh's draft was was up there in my favorites too. I think they did extremely well with Kenny coming in and the you know they trade up with the Pats for fourteen. They get uh, a beast in Broderick Jones to keep building that picket fence, man, and, and that'll that'll improve Najee's game. <laughs> the picket fence is coming up. The picket fence they is coming don't, up. Hey, because they don't need bro uh, receivers and stuff. They got all that, you know. Oh, like, yeah. I so mean, they like, got Calvin Austin. They got they got George Pickens, which they, those two are phenomenal. I mean, George Pickens, I think, is going to be one of the best receivers in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. He has. I'm I'm setting high expectations for him. Yeah, I like that. Right, and now and they got a uh, which I think is a, a steal in the third round at what like around number ninety, like ninety two, ninety three. They they got uh they picked up Darnell Jones or Darnell Washington. Uh, that trade from uh, Carolina and the Niners, which he's he's a big boy. If you were watching any of his highlights from the combine, he he made some spectacular catches. He had one spectacular like one hand catch. Yeah. Uh, tight end. He's like six six. Oh, dude, he's a big boy. I think he's gonna do well there. Yeah, I noticed a lot of teams are doing. Oh yeah, that's a big guy, dude. That dude. The only reason he didn't get picked up is because they were saying about his swollen knees. At the combine or something, yeah. So that what, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That is, and I think I think that's going to be a great uh, replacement because I think now Gentry will get downgraded, which in my my opinion, that's that's better for Pittsburgh. I mean, this guy coming, right? Yeah, which I I understand we still have him, but I see I I like Fryermuth better than this guy. I mean, he's he's good to sit behind him as a rookie, but then we have Gentry too. So downgrading Gentry and putting Washington in and get more reps. There, you don't really see a guy this size coming in from the draft. Yeah. I really do like that pick too, Harv. Because mm. uh, Washington, he can play with Fryermuth. Because Fryermuth, he's more of a, a pass pass catcher. He's more of a receiving tight end. Right. Washington, he's a big body. He's probably he's probably the best uh, pa- uh, run-blocking tight end out of this draft. And now what I hope Pittsburgh does is they take uh, Connor Hayward and they put him as fullback slash maybe put him in the slot. Yeah. Because he can play in the slot very well too. Yeah, I think Washington is really going to help out their run game. It'll take take more pressure off of Pickett's shoulders too. Yeah, I mean, who I'm very high on – who I'm high on with Pittsburgh is, dude, and I think he's actually an elite receiver. And if he had – a quarterback throwing in the ball is Deontay Johnson. Yeah, me too. Man. You know? I've always been high on Deontay Johnson too. I, yeah. I'm actually glad you said that because I was going to say it at some point in this episode. Yeah, I'm yeah. high on it. I'm, I'm very, very surprised that people haven't been talking about him when they're talking about Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Because people talk about like Pickett and Pickens and stuff like that. You don't really hear Pittsburgh fans talking about Deontay Johnson anymore. I don't know if they expect him to get traded or – if it's just that he's injury prone all the time. But when this dude is healthy, man, and he has a good quarterback throwing him the ball, he is a very dangerous receiver. He's arguably top 10 when he's healthy. Um, He really is, dude, honestly. He runs great routes. He's very fast. His footwork is phenomenal. He's he's really good. He's really yeah, good. He, I like John. He's one, he's one of the best receivers in yards after catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yards yeah. After, his, his yards after contact, yeah. too, yeah. is there up there. I 100% agree, dude. I think we did really good in the past couple of years picking up some some wide receivers, and now that Kenny, there was a lot of uh, 
like a, a lot of controversy on Kenny Pickett. And now this this offseason, we focused a lot on the line. And even in the draft, we picked up some good some good guys. So I don't think that there will be any excuses this year. Oh, so this year is crazy, bro. And him too, yeah. He was I think he was the number 10 prospect in this whole entire draft. Yeah, he, he was arguably he's arguably the best CB in this or Christian Gonzalez. And I just I mean, dude, and it's a storybook, you know what I mean? Te- a story for him and his family, bro. He's he was there when they won the Super Bowl. His dad, Joey Porter Sr., played there. And I think he Joey Porter Sr. coached there as well as a linebacker coach mm-hmm. for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a huge pickup, bro. He stays in PA. Uh, he's going to learn so much, too, from Pat P. He's, and he's lost Sutton in uh, in free agency to Detroit. So, I mean, I loved Which that. Was huge. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Yeah, yeah. I like I like it. And there, there's a lot of uh, – I think there's a lot of stress on the shoulders coming in saying, oh, your dad was one of the greats that played here. But I, I feel the way he was talking in, in the press about it, it's – he basically said that was that time and now it's my time. Like yeah. he, he's not really focusing on, Oh, Oh my dad, this what like he talked to his dad off camera and he said, you know, I'm not going to bring up a lot about how you played here because I don't want them to think of my name and then just think of you. Like yeah. he's going to put a name for himself out there. And I really like, I really like that pickup, especially in the second round. I don't know how he fell that far. That's, I thought, yeah. I, I thought the Steelers were going to draft him at 14. Right, me too. That's what they're trading up for. Me too. But ultimately, they, they got their they got their guy. They got I, guys. I think Pittsburgh did it did surprise me at first when they picked up Broderick because they did a lot of work in the offseason. I think they they just picked up the a new guard uh, or a new guard and a new yeah Eli Driscoll and uh, that that new uh, uh, that nose guard or that uh, that center. I don't know where he came from. I don't know too much about him, but they they focused a lot on the on the offseason building that line. So I thought they were going to come in, and then when they traded up, I thought they were going to go after Porter. But seeing that they stole him, they they were still able to steal him in the second round was crazy to me. It had a very good draft, dude. The whole uh, that's what I was saying before. The whole state of Pennsylvania just absolutely demolished this draft, dude. Really. Yeah, I think us, the Eagles, and and Houston, since they they really had the top three draft in in my in my opinion. I do think Houston had a good draft, but the thing that worries me is is the weapons that are there for CJ Stroud. Because what other weapons are really there for CJ Stroud to throw to besides the running back they have and Damian Pierce? There's no like Robert Woods. Uh, that's, that's not even Robert Woods anymore. You can't even call him that no more. It's chosen. Well, they got no, that's Robbie Anderson. Dude. <laughs> they changed his name, dude. Yeah, but they have Robert Woods, uh, John Mechie. He's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back this season because he sat out last season yeah. for uh, leukemia. And you know and who they else got, too? They got Dalton Schultz too at tight end. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what What are your What are your guys's uh, opinions on the uh, Indianapolis draft? The Colts had a pretty good draft too. I mean, I'm, I think we're all pretty high on Anthony Richardson. I think we've said it numerous times on here. I thought I thought there was a chance that they took Will Levis. At, uh, there was a lot of mock drafts saying that they were going to even trade up to the first overall and get Levis. No, no word of a lie. I, I love the Colts 
you know, that pick is it's good because, I mean, you have Gardner Minshew there, and I don't think you have any plans on starring Minshew. Oh, yeah, Minshew's there, man. Yeah, you know, so I don't think there's any plans on really starting yeah. Minshew. Yeah. I do think he's a great backup to have, though. One of the best mm-hmm. in the league. I think he could be, honestly, like he could be a starter. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he, but uh, even, even with, uh, back onto the Joey Porter Jr., I like that pickup because, dude, that that division is stacked with receivers right now, and Pat Pete would be getting cooked, like, if it was just him. And, uh, I mean, you got Zay Flowers and now Odell Beckham on one team. You have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd on another. You have Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore, Marquise Goodwin, Peoples Jones. Like that, that division is stacked with, at the receiver spot. With even Pittsburgh, Deontay, Big A. Rob, and uh, Pickens, dude. Like and Calvin Austin. We got to see what he got. But mm-hmm. I mean, that was definitely a huge pickup. My my one that I think I loved. Another one that made me smile because I'm happy for the quarterback and this guy is Smith and the Jigba. With Tyler Lockett still being productive at an older age, I really do like that pickup, man, with uh, Smith and the Jigba. I really, you're getting him help, and he fits, dude. You have literally three guys right there with DK, who's a, your solid number one. Awesome. Perfect for – yeah, bro. Like, I mean, dude, it was so cool to see four receivers just go boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. Like, it was really cool with that. And like you said, dude, about them, man, Seattle, um, like I said, they recently, they recently extended DK. Um, obviously, you have Jackson now for the next four years. So even if Lockett does reti- uh, decide to retire within the next two or three years, man, you still are going to have that nice receiving core. And Geno Smith is still a good quarterback that's slinging the rock. You know what I mean? So um, uh, Jack- or for Seattle, I think there's definitely big things coming for them. Um, definitely more than there's been in the more recent years. And also at secondary too, man, their secondary is very beefed up. Um, all these young guys, man, are starting to really develop for them. And um, another another team that I wanted to talk about, man, was the Patriots drafting all this secondary. They drafted like three or four corners, dude, didn't they? Dude, I was so happy when they got Christian Gonzalez because Washington so stupid. Washington got an F for what they did. Instead of taking uh, Christian Gonzalez, they went with Emmanuel Forbes. Oh, yeah, and, I saw that. Mm. Yeah. Didn't you message me, dude, right away, and you were like, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, dude, they're idiots <laughs> because dude, Christian Gonzalez is – if it wasn't Porter or him, it like they were neck and neck for who's the number one. And, dude, mm-hmm. Christian Gonzalez is an absolute day one starter, lockdown ready. And, dude, they said Belichick's a defensive guru in a way. Belichick's going to make this guy an all-pro. Dude, I didn't even know who the kid was that the commanders took. Honestly, I didn't even know who he was. That really blew my mind, too. And I was really surprised at how many corners that that New England took. Mm. Mm-hmm. New England needs to, though. New England needs to because, I mean, dude, they've been known for their defense. And, again, this is a – Dude, you just got Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, you can't go in that division. You have Josh Allen, Tua, and all this speed, dude. I don't – yo, who didn't – I no, never mind. Miami didn't. But, I mean, yeah, you have all this speed, and then you have these good receivers there and quarterbacks. So, I mean, dude, you need a guy like Christian Gonzalez with youth 
to play there, man. And then I think they still have JC Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. And at one time, at one time, JC Jackson was a top like ten corner in the league too. But, yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Have, he's still. Did they still have McCordy at safety, or did he retire? He retired. That's what I thought. That's a shame, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and what I mean with the receivers too that went, I kind of did like it because I mean with Quentin Johnston, that was just something that's uh, a Charger pick, like a big body receiver. Like look at them; they have uh, Keenan Allen, huge, Mike Mike Williams, huge, uh, and now Quentin Johnston, you know, just another big guy. Like I mean, and then uh, with uh, who was it? Jordan Addison fits perfect at the number two behind, yeah, fits perfect at the number two behind Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson. So, and I mean, and then Zay Flowers, the Baltimore with Odell, that's insane. Love it. Yeah, I really liked what what Seattle did with Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, I thought he could have went as early as eleven to the Titans, and. I thought I thought the Packers were gonna take him at thirteen after the Titans in it, so I was really surprised he fell that far. And then Seattle kind of just got the ball ball rolling with the receivers. That's who yeah. I was talking about when I w- when I brought up uh, the Jets passing at fifteen. I meant the Packers pa- passing early in the round for uh, a wide receiver. That's who I was talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah. surprised. I, was surprised. I, I don't know. I guess they just they hate taking receivers. They hate taking mm-hmm. offensive, offensive weapons in the first round. Which is weird this year, especially because they're about yeah. to have a new quarterback going in here. You'd think that you want to surround them with weapons to make the best of them. So that is kind of crazy to me. And they picked up Lucas Van Ness. Remember I was talking to you about him, Lori, how yeah, I thought I, like I mean, I – dude, it's – there's better edge rushers on the board again, you know, and they could have got weapons – uh, I mean, dude, you see what's going around about uh, Lucas Van Ness's dad? No. After after he got picked up, after, yeah, after Van Ness uh, got picked up, his girlfriend stood up and hugged oh, his dad, and then his dad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he smacked it again. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know what's going on there, dude. <laughs> yeah. He went in for the double tap Instagram one. That was funny, dude. Going back to the Seahawks, though, I hope I, I just really hope that after like Gino's um, phenomenal year that he had with that extension, I just hope that he plays up to par. I hope they took a, I, in my opinion, they took a really big risk with what what extension did he get? Five years, three, three, three years, and 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 yeah. he's getting up there in age a little bit, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. He's like 32, 33. No, I just hope that he plays up to expectations going in. He, I mean, he has now a very good core around him to throw the ball to. So I just hope that it all pans out with the expectations that are set for him. I think a three-year extension is good for Gino, though. To be honest, man, because I, I think he still at least at least has two good years of football left in him. And now bringing this young receiver into it's only going to beef him up. You know what I mean? They also have a good running back too in. Um, What's his name? Kenneth Walker. Um, so they have weapons everywhere, man. You know what I mean? Now they have one, two, and three at receiver that are all good. And they have this running back too. So Geno Smith is surrounded in weapons. And they have who's who's their tight end? I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know, dude. Who's Seattle's tight end? I'm not sure. Oh, but yeah. yeah, no offense. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's no yeah. Fan. That's right. They traded for Fant. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's another one, dude. No offense, can be a very good tight end too. He was good in Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had he had a pretty good season. He had yeah. like he had 50, over fifty catches, a little over I think five or six hundred yards. I mean, you got to ex- that's expected of him. He's uh, one of the fastest tight ends that ever came out of Detroit. No, that's Pitts. But I mean, yeah, no, Fant's a fast tight end as well. I think that he'll be good there. That's such a. I mean, you have weapons all over. Kenny Walker's a beast too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they drafted a running back as well. I could have sworn that they drafted a running back and everyone was like, wow, him and Kenny Walker are about to go off yeah. this year. Did yeah, they draft a quarterback? To, or Never mind, never mind. Because that was just something that we were talking about. And then, now, I thought, I did think Seattle could have went quarterback too. I mean, everyone I was talking that. about that or something. And then Harvey Harv said what, hap- what would happen to Drew Locke then. But I, that was just something we were talking about. I don't think they're set on Drew Locke. Me neither. He's lucky to even be rostered. Oh, yeah. No, they just re-signed Drew Locke, actually. Kid's lucky to be rostered. They're going to have to find another quarterback once Gino's contract. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Drew Locke's stuff as a backup. Yeah. They did get uh, Zach Zach Charbonnet from UCLA in the third round. He's a running back. Okay. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, that's a good pickup, dude. Too. I mean, you don't want Kenny Walker being the main guy, dude. Like I said, running backs need longevity in this league. Even though Kenny Walker was solid both receiving out of the backfield and uh, running, I mean, they got rid of Penny. So I mean, they had and Chris Carson had to retire. So they definitely mm-hmm. filled that at running back with him. Uh, I'm I'm curious, and uh, I mean, next episode we'll go into it. I mean, there's now see where like. Um, other trades. I, who I was surprised is, I really thought Austin Eckler was going to get traded in this draft, or Derrick Henry. You know, and um, Eckler even said he don't want to play there. He's like, you know, if that's my last thing that I really want to do, but I really give Austin Eckler a lot of respect because, like, you see with all these douchebags, people are are holding out anymore if they're not getting their extension. They're like, well, I'm not going to play. Eckler's like, you know, that'll be my last choice. I'm going to still go out there and play for my team, but I want to be traded, you know. And, mm-hmm. I mean, like with Saquon, Saquon got franchise tagged, but right now he's all mad about not getting his extension. But, I mean, we'll talk about that in the following uh, weeks. Another team I wanted to bring up just briefly is the Cardinals. So I think, I think they did a good job with their draft. I mean, at three, I was expecting them either to take Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, and or or trade, which that's what they ended up doing. They went down, they traded down, got some capital, and then they traded back up to six, and then they got their offensive tackle, who's an absolute beast, who will definitely help Kyler. In the in the passing game, from pass blocking, uh, he he's huge. He's six six, three ten. Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, so yeah, I think that was much needed for them. Uh, they also had to fill in uh, their defensive line for pass rush. Uh, they got uh, B.J. Ojolari, I think his name is, out of LSU in the second round. I think he'll be he'll be a good pickup, a good fit there. 
And uh, I think they, I think they did a solid job in their draft. Penae Sewell's uh, brother got drafted too. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. So now there's another set of brothers in the league. I think the only set of brothers in the league now are Amon Ra and uh, Ecuador or whatever his name is, St. Brown, and then these two. The Travis Walker. The Kelsey. 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 Oh, yeah, the Kelsey's, dude. What am I Kelsey. saying? And the Bose is up. Yeah, never and mind. And the Watts. Derek never and JJ. Never, never, never. And the, yeah, and the one. Well, JJ retired, but both uh, Derek and uh, Derek and TJ. TJ I mean, yeah. too. There's Nick and Joey. Yeah, that needs to be edited out. Yeah. Forget I said But that. no, I mean, dude, I like Ethan. I did like that pick at six. Just because, dude, I mean, dude, their defense is atrocious. Right now, I mean, Buddha's about to be traded. That's another one I thought might have got traded in this draft. Mm-hmm. I thought he I was mean, coming to Pittsburgh. I thought he was coming to Philly. Buddha, Buddha. I thought I I I knew that they were going to take uh, either um, Christian Gonzalez or or Joey Porter if they were there. But I thought you know Buddha to help in the backfield because they just got Patterson, which in in my opinion he, he's he's an old dust of fart. But I mean, he's a good veteran <laughs> to have on the team, but. I thought they were gonna maybe trade trade somewhere in that aspect. But they'd all panned out well, so I'm not really mad at either. It's gonna be good. Dude. Yeah. Pitch should have a winning season. I mean they did lose admins too, so that I mean they I mean safety would be a need that they'd probably have to go with. Yeah. Admins are another set of brothers. As long oh, as and Cam and Connor Hayward, bro. Yeah, I don't you know. know what other I, right there. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, as yeah, long as the lost is healthy, you guys will be competing. It's that simple. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. Mike Tomlin's just striving for over five hundred. So, and you know, he's going to get it. Yeah, that's a t- it's a tough division. But um, back to what we were saying is, Ethan. Yeah, I did like that pick with Paris Johnson because. The edge rushers that are in that division, I'm pretty sure Frank Clark's about to be heading to Seattle too. And, I mean, you have Bosa, Armstead, you know, you got these guys in San Fran, guys in Seattle, you know, the Rams with Aaron Donald and then Leonard Floyd. I think they did, they didn't trade Leonard Floyd, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, yeah, you have Leonard Floyd with the Rams. I mean, dude, it's just an insane deal group of DNs in that division as well. So you need to get Kyler help to where – and he's Kyler's coming off an ACL injury. You know, he needs he can't be scrambling around and running around like a chicken with his head cut off anymore. Right. Right. Yeah, like like you said, their defense is pretty bad, but I think last year their offense was worse, even with mm. Kyler right there. So, I, I yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here with Hawkins, but, I mean, you have Hollywood Brown – I mean, they James Conner, they need to just do something, honestly. Like, bolstering the offensive line was a good pick. Uh, I, I mean, their defense, like I said, is just absolutely atrocious. So, I mean, I, I don't know what that. Well, what other pickups did they What you say? What other pickups did the Cardinals take after him? E, you were talking about? Well, they got, they got uh, B.J. Ajilari from LSU. They got him in the second round. He's an edge rusher. Uh, they got uh, Garrett Williams, who other he he got injured last year. Uh, he played for Syracuse. He's a cornerback. 
Uh, he got injured last year, but he could have went a lot higher if he didn't get injured. Like he, he had one of like the best, uh, uh, like the best intangibles out of like m- most of the CBs in this draft. I thought I thought the Cardinals were uh, a, a big team to go for uh, Christian Gonzalez, and I I thought that's who they were going to pick up with their their first or second pick. Especially yeah, I, thought they, I, I thought they were since they needed an edge rusher. I, I thought they were going to go for Will Anderson. Like that was the obvious pick, but Me they too. ended up trading. That yeah, after the trade. Yeah. Yeah. Like Luke said earlier, I don't think anybody's seen Houston trading for that third pick, dude. Honestly. No mm-hmm. way. I thought well, it's I'm just crazy, bro. Sure. Because we did say, though, how, dude, they love these edge rushers, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then look at They just went and proved it that they do. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. just insane. I mean, Steve, you were so high on Will Anderson saying how he's, you know, one of the best of all time that ever came in a draft. He's a generational talent, man. He's the next yeah. one. He is. Yeah, I, so think a lot, I think a lot of that division came – the decision came down to uh, D'Amico Ryan's being their mm-hmm. new head coach. Yeah, yeah. He's obviously more defensive minded, but they need a QB at the same time. So why I not get it? Yeah. Well, I mean, even though this team is our division rival, I mean, the Giants picking up Deontay Banks at CB uh, 24. I mean, dude, you have to get a corner, even though you have a Dory Jackson. Dude. You need a corner, dude, because, dude, Devonte and uh, AJ, man, you know what I mean. Like now, you have two pretty good corners. Again, I thought I am so surprised, and I, I mean, I'll keep saying this um, up until he proves me wrong. I am so surprised that nobody else picked up Joey Porter Jr. I'm just me very too, surprised. Me and you were saying it the entire draft, dude. Why isn't Porter going? Why isn't Porter going? Yeah. That really blows my mind, dude. That really might be – that's one of the biggest steals of the entire draft. Was getting. I, I, I thought he was going over Witherspoon. I thought he was going top 10, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, he was listed number what? Number 10. He was going top 10 for sure. He was number 10 on the whole the whole prospect board. I thought he was going over Dether Witherspoon for sure. Mm. But, I mean, I'm not going to argue. Because we panned out yeah. amazing. Time. I mean, Witherspoon is a monster, though, too, man. He's yeah. one that we can talk about yet. Yeah, was Devin Witherspoon? He is. A oh monster. yeah. I think he's gonna pan out to be like a Jalen Ramsey in his yeah, but, in his young years, man. Yeah, but I his mean, team. again, though, dude, that's the thing is with them. A lot of these guys, bro, passed up on Jalen Carter. Now he needs to make them honestly pay for that, bro. Like. And I'm happy, dude. Philly went and, I mean, like we were saying, Lori, there's a lot that's going to be said about this kid because of his antics, you know, like. Dylan had something cocky to say about what. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, dude, it is what it is, bro. He's not He's not getting suspended in the NFL and he all the charges got dropped yeah, anyways. He's a kid crying, man, when, when they called his name. Like he was even even they were saying to him, like with all the emotion going on with like all that shit going on like outside of the draft like you probably just feel you probably can't even hold your emotions back right now and he couldn't mm-hmm. right? on his eyes out couldn't hold the tears back i mean i can't imagine being yeah. in shoes taking all that shit you know what i mean when you're supposed to be a top prospect in this in this well, draft, that, you're falling i mean you're falling you're supposed to be a top prospect and you fall to number nine that's a big deal to Jalen carter you know what i mean like mm-hmm. luke said he was a top uh he was one of the top people in this entire draft he fell to number nine because of this issue, not because he's a bad player. Well, I mean, if I'm if I'm in Jalen Carter's shoes, I'm I'm probably going to be more happy now that I dropped to nine, and now I'm on a Super Bowl team. 
Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. Which, which the Eagles are a should be a guaranteed Super Bowl team returner. Well, when he was falling, dude, he definitely was thinking like, damn, these teams are passing up on me because of what happened. For sure. Not because I'm a bad player, because of what happened, because of what people are saying about me. And that's messed up. Yeah. And he lost a couple million just from falling too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. A lot. He lost a lot of money from I mean, falling. He still went top 10, so he's still going to get a half a chunk, but – yeah. Like, yeah, like you said, there's I mean, still money in that. I mean, I agree with what Harv said. I don't think now – I think he's looking at it now. He's like, you know what, I'm going to make all these teams pay. I'm going to a team that just contended in the Super Bowl. I, I have a top defense there, and they're winning already. You know, like you're in a good situation. You're with veterans like Cox, you know, Graham. It's a good – and you're with – and, dude, half the, almost half the teams from Georgia Bulldog anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it was so funny when uh, Nolan Smith got picked. He had like a thing of wine, and he just looked at N'Kobe Dean was at his draft party. Yeah, and he looked at Kobe. Yeah, he goes, "I got green socks on, boy." Yeah, I saw so I mean, they're all happy to fall to Philly, bro. And and you're and you don't even have to get used to the locker room because you're with people who can show you the ropes. And and I feel like that that's a big aspect. That like how you brought it up, Luke. When half of these guys are coming out of Georgia, there's not like there's not a controversy about oh, are these guys going to be team players because half of them already played together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or they're coming, or they're coming out of the exact same place that that other guys two, three years ago played for. Like they're all playing how they, they were brought up in the same system. You know. Well, yeah, two two years ago, all all. All five of those guys were on the same defense. Yeah, right. That's literally ha- half yeah. of the best defense from two years ago in in the whole nation for NCAA. Okay, you guys, you guys are in for a good couple of at least five, five to seven years, dude. You guys will be the talk. Well, now that you just said that, I do want to say one more thing before we cut off. Um, like how you said for the next five to seven years or whatever. I in the next four years, it is going to be. Remember that you can't pay them all, man. You know what I mean? Remember, you can't pay all these guys, all this talent that we have on this team right now. And I do believe in the next four years that it's either going to come down to, or the next three years, I mean, I'm sorry, either paying Jordan Davis or saving that money to pay Jalen Carter. It is, because you can't pay both of them guys. You can't. And I think they're going to take Carter over Davis. There's Devontae, there's too much money that needs to go on the other players around this team. You have to pay Devontae Smith yet. There's just other people that need to get their money as well. I feel like you guys will have a lot of a lot of uh, opportunity for good trades too. Now, Nolan Smith, Nolan Smith is a guy. One more thing, Nolan Smith is a guy that is not going to really pan out. I don't think until he's getting into those later years. You know what I mean? So he, I don't think he's going to want an insane amount of money like Jordan Davis would or Jalen Carter would. So it's not. I don't think it's going to be an issue really paying Nolan Smith, but. I think Jalen Carter is going to be very, very good in the NFL, and I do think he's going to want a ton of money, and I do think Jordan Davis is going to be very good too in the next coming years, and he's also going to want a ton of money. Before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you guys, who who did you have – who had the worst draft in your opinion? The worst? Hmm. There was a couple iffy picks, man, to be honest. I don't really know who I could say would have the worst. I I, I feel Cardinals not not focusing more on, on the defensive side. 
That's but I do big, think the Cardinals are big one for me. focusing more on future capital. So I do think they kind of did some smart moves there. Worst draft, maybe Green Bay. Maybe yeah, this Denver. kid has this kid has Green Bay and the Commanders, Buffalo, and Washington. Washington's a bit. Yeah. So I mean, I'd have to agree with them. I'd say the 49ers. I think either Green Bay or 49ers, one of them. Well, we gotta wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thank yous.